Hello, everybody. Uh, did anybody see the housing report last week? I know you did. But, uh, anybody else? Perfect, because I just stole it right from them, and we're going to go through it. So that'll be that'll be excellent. Um, so the housing report comes out every year, and it's so it's for. Uh, so this is for last year for 2022, but I also put a supplement in for uh, what's going on as currently as of right now. So we can go through that. Uh, the good part is the housing report usually comes out later in the year, but they moved it up to make it a little bit more relevant. So we'll, uh, it's kind of perfect timing and there's no better information out there right now in the market than what's in here. So um, probably skip to, unless you care about the housing report, you just want to get right to data. It's uh, page three and uh, I would recommend going to the actual MOR housing report page because you can hover over these data points with your cursor and it'll, it'll pop up boxes with the actual information and there's even little breakout boxes of if something's hard to explain it'll explain like where the source came from that kind of data for you um, the, the, what I like on here is it, it does break down Know, how many people are in Missoula County total, how many are in the city, but the top right um, with the uh, population increase, uh, and this is for 2021 because census data runs a little bit behind, but you can see natural population increase actually decreased in Missoula by 38 people, and that 1325 is the net in migration. So uh, the next chart is... Uh, really what kind of puts it in perspective but on the next page but the 1325 net in migration would either be from in-state or from out of state but the next uh, page four is when people talk about um, the locals are leaving and it's all out-of-state people that are moving in this chart kind of reflects that uh, so it's uh if you look at the page four uh, missoula county lost 521 people from Missoula so local people that moved out out of Missoula and out-of-state people that came in was 1233 so yeah so these numbers are from the IRS so th this reflects um, people that um, uh, filed a tax return in another state and then later filed the same year filed it in, in Montana So that's how they, they capture that data as if you had a dual tax return So I'm thinking maybe second year you don't fall on this report anymore. So these are fresh off the boat out-of-staters uh, Page five we won't spend a lot of time on this one. This is just uh kind of the demographic breakdown by age and by uh, male or female or whatever's in between male and female. Uh, the Missoula County skews younger than Montana as a whole and also younger than the state or the country. So uh, looks like Missoula is uh, right at 36, 37 years old for the average age of a citizen here. Uh, page six I find interesting just because of where Missoula falls in this in this category uh, so this is how many people are are in the average household in Missoula and you can see it's 2.25 people which is 
quite a bit less than the U.S. average and even less than or the Montana average and quite a bit less than the U.S. average. So that means for our Missoula County uh, household size, that for every eight homes in the rest of the country, we would need nine homes to figure out or to house the same amount of people. So it's almost like for every eight houses built, we need an extra one just because of our, our how less dense we pack people into the same place. A lot of that probably has to do with um, how many rental units in, in Missoula County or in Missoula City, where 55% of people rent and 45% of people own. So a lot of places that people rent are one bedroom and you're not gonna pack in you know, four people into a one bedroom, typically. Um, page seven, I thought this was uh, sad and interesting. So the average one bedroom apartment, uh, according to the uh, Social Security Administration, is $885. The average Social Security benefit paid out is $841. So even if you paid 100% of your Social Security towards rent, that doesn't leave money to eat, you know? So it's uh, kind of uh, why we're having such a, a struggle with our older population. All right, page eight. This kind of puts it in perspective too. So Missoula County, um, if you own a home, your average median income is about $83,000 for a homeowner. For a renter, it's about $39,000. Now, you can see both of the 82 and that 39 are way far away from that 105,000 vertical line that's there. The 105,000 is what you should have for a median income if you want to afford a house in Missoula with 5% down. So we're, uh, we're really far away from that. And if you average the two together, uh, the average Missoula resident needs to double their income to afford the median home price house, which is, yeah, that, I don't know, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so whoever would be in that to purchase that house. Yeah. All right, number page nine is, uh, you can see the big hockey stick graphs going up from about 2020, how it just goes way up. And what I like about this is you kind of see how we compare with other counties and anything over a hundred is becomes uh, unaffordable. So you can see how far over that we are. Uh, so Gallatin, Bozeman, of course, is number one as far as median home price. Number two is Flathead County. So Kalispell, Whitefish, they've now outpaced Missoula on median home price. Missoula's third. Montana as a whole is fourth. And then, you know, Billings is fifth and Great Falls is sixth. So it kind of goes in that order. All right. Yeah, that would be, that would be like Colorado, Wyoming, you know, Idaho, that kind of stuff. All right, housing affordability index. So this would be that line that's at 100 that goes across. That would be uh, the median income person in Missoula could afford the median income house. And you can see that 
uh, and this is with uh, they, they would only spend 30% of their income on uh, on housing which is kind of the threshold of where that people will lend so this is um, the red line is in Missoula County with a 5% down payment you're roughly we're at 50 out of 100 which is basically what I said before you have to double your income to be able to afford the house uh, house in Missoula County at a uh, 20% down payment, it goes all the way up to 60 as the affordability. But then uh, the United States as a whole, with 20% down, is at right at median income, median home price. So it shows how how far Montana is below where the rest of the country is. It's, based on kind of where you live. So this is what I like about this one. It's what you earn at where you live. So, so, you know, so if like you earn more in Texas and the home prices are the same as Montana, then your housing affordability goes up closer to a hundred. So. All right. So this breaks down just a few years ago. This was a 50-50 toss-up of uh, City of Missoula percent rent to percent owned. So what's happened over the last few years is a lot of our um, housing inventory, especially single family, uh, three bedroom, four bedroom, two bedroom even, a lot of that sold off to people that were looking for uh, homes to buy. Like they would just approach a landlord and say, why would you mess with renters? I'll, I'll overpay for this house by a couple hundred thousand and landlords would be like, yeah, sign me up for that. So, so we lost a lot of our housing stock and at the same time, we built a lot more apartments. So it kind of skewed that over the last year where it's 55, 45 now instead of 50, 50. All right, page 12. This kind of shows how we compare uh, the percent of the renters percent of the homeowners that are cost burdened, which means they have to spend over 30% of their income uh, to, for housing only. So you can see that the, the amount of renters cost burdened in Missoula is about 48%. So roughly half of every renter is paying more than 50, or paying more than 30% of their income towards rent. Uh, when you get to the to homeowners, 27% of homeowners are paying more than 30% of their income. And the one that was sad to me was people that have paid off their mortgage on their house, but are still cost burdened. So this would be a retired persons, worked their whole life, paid off their house, and still 16% of those people are cost burdened for housing because of their taxes, insurance, that kind of stuff. So, so you know, older folks say they're being priced out of their homes, uh, you know, 16% of them are. So. All right, so 13. So this is the median sale price um, last year. And we see that we got at the uh, end of 2021, or 2022, I'm sorry. We got up to 540,000 for the average um, price of a home. 
Uh, even townhouses were $475,000 for a townhouse, which is crazy to me. Condos, $330,000. And even a, uh, even a manufactured home was over $300,000 last year. It's crazy. And then, uh, so last year, uh, sold about 1,100. There was 1,100 closings last year in Missoula, which is, you know, typical years, 1,200, 1,300, 1,400. So our available inventory just keeps crashing. So that's why we're gonna see some of these wild swings in our, our median home price. It's because if you only have a handful of closings every week or every month, then uh, it might be a bunch of expensive stuff sold that month. And this week, a bunch of kind of median home price stuff sold. So. You're gonna see these rough fluctuations for a while just because our, our data pool is, is way lower. And then uh, of all those 1,100 units, um, the average home price on those is 520,000. All right, this one I find interesting also. I guess I find it all interesting. That's why I printed it out and brought it with me. But, uh, so 14, uh, the, one, the one at the top I wanna focus on, so the big area, there's this little band at the bottom, and that used to be from zero to 150,000. There was three closings all of, all of last year under 150,000. And then that great big band of green, you used to see how that was a majority of the market all the way up until about 2017, and then it just cratered. So we had 26 closings last year for single family under 300,000. And then you can kind of see, you know, then the next is 301 to 450, 213, 314, 175, and 158. So, so housing stock that used to exist is just no more. And there was a there was a big debate at our housing report about this chart because we wanted to do away with the zero to 150 because it doesn't exist, but then the 150 to 300 doesn't exist. So, but we kind of wanted to show historically that it used to. So we'll probably have to make a change on that because we can't have two categories that are zero, you know, so. So, and then there's also talk about doing a, a million dollar and above category. So we'll kind of see where that's at. All right. And a few quick ones here. So good thing is you can take these home. So if you want to study them later, you can. So, um, so page 15, this is the total sales and it, this kind of breaks it out by neighborhood, so you can kind of see where the popular spots are. And then the median price for all those neighborhoods, again, was 520,000. The next page, uh, 16, breaks it down by neighborhood. So I'm not gonna go through this page, but feel free to. You can see what subdivision you live in, what the median price was, and how many sales there were there if you want to. It's just neighborhood, so, so, but you'll, you know, the neighborhoods that have mostly a new construction, so that's the way we just think about it. So. All right, so this one's a little less interesting, but it's just the, the median percent of the original list price at final sale, and I have an update on that in here too. But uh, you can see it used to be, you know, 105, 110 percent. Like if you listed a, a property for 400, you might get 425, 440 for it. 
that's kind of come back down. Right now we're at full asking price. So it's still, I mean, people that are waiting for a discount or for prices to go down, um, I think maybe some of this is reflected in uh, insure, or like, uh, real estate agents aren't asking for the moon anymore. They're kind of being more realistic. Before we were chasing the market on the way up. Like, I don't even know what to price it at. It's gonna sell for more anyway. So I think now we're looking more at what did the neighbor sell for? Okay, let's try to get that for it. Rather than the neighbor sold for this, let's add 25,000 and try to get that. So, and then the, uh, the next chart over is how things were financed for these sales. You kind of see that um, uh, cash is that pink line at the bottom that's taken a kind of a kind of a big dip up to about 30% of sales lately, and how conventionals kind of come down. And like, this is where first-time homebuyers struggle so much because anybody that does an FHA, VA, um, or other kind of uh, low down percentage uh, loan. Uh, a lot of times people that are looking at offers are like, well, I'll, I'll just take the cash offer or I'll take the, the conventional, it's more likely to close. So, all right, this one's just a quick blurb. Uh, this is basically bank owns properties, foreclosures. See, we had a big blip right after the crash in 2011, but we haven't had basically zero uh, bank foreclosure inventory. I don't know, maybe we will at some point, but uh, a lot of kind of people in this group where they would thrive is picking up foreclosures and stuff like that, but they just, they still don't exist, so. All right, lot sales. Uh, the reason I found this one interesting was the median price of a buildable lot in Missoula is now 162500 so it's super difficult to build an affordable house in Missoula when the land is costing you $162,000. That's before you hook up to sewer or scrape the dirt or pour a foundation. You're already in it, 162,000 bucks. Is that like a certain size? Uh, just your normal 70 by 120 or 70 by 140 town lot, something like Miller Creek. Um, so, yeah, I, I would ask, I would ask him. This would be like a Miller Creek lot, something like that. It's about 162,000. But those aren't that big. I mean, they're getting smaller. These would be lots that you could you could build on tomorrow if you wanted to. For infrastructures there, yeah. yeah. The infrastructure now for a lot, 
can come up with that this box to get your sidewalks for better sewer water. So the land value is probably not what this place is. So that's what lots sold for that we're ready to build on. So that probably includes sidewalks and all that kind of stuff. So. All right, page 20. I only got like 15 more pages left. Really. <laughs> then I need a beer. All right, uh, so 20. So absorption rate is how fast things are selling in Missoula. So a normal market range is, it takes three to nine months to sell a house after you list it. You can see we haven't been in a normal range since, uh, well, we bounced around a little bit, but I mean, 2017 was the, kind of the last time we were in a normal range for any consistent period of time. We're starting to get back to there a little bit, but we're barely on the bottom edge of, uh, of a normal range. And so um, it's just, uh, most of, a lot of that is we don't, we still don't have inventory. We're still not listing enough stuff. So until that happens, it's probably just going to bounce around there. And these, and these, there's another chart later coming up, but this kind of doesn't tell you, okay, are these million dollar houses sitting there that aren't selling fast and stuff like that. And so you'll see that in some later charts. It's the stuff over 750 that's kind of sitting a little bit. Anything under 500 has gone immediately. And then this is market supply by neighborhood. So. This is the one I was talking about that you can go through each of your neighborhoods and see how long things are sitting there, how much is there, how much uh, needs, to, needs to be put on the market to get to a normal range. <clears throat> All right, page 22. So MOR was trying to get ahead of, uh, trying to forecast how many homes we would need to get to a normal market at any one period of time. So this goes through by price range, which I like better than that last chart, of how many homes uh, we need in a certain price range to get those price ranges to a healthy market. And you can see what we need. If we listed 212 houses tomorrow, uh, which would be about three months of inventory in one day, uh, we could maybe touch the normal range of, of uh, 90 days. So we have uh, a long ways to go on that. And then it also has a sales price by range um, at the bottom. So, but yeah, we could build 212 houses tomorrow and just start to maybe get to healthy range. All right, this is a, this is a, a sad stat. Anybody from the city or county here? Yeah. All right. So this is a, a lots created from when they first submit for a subdivision to when the final plats are approved. And you see the area I circled there, the average time it takes between preliminary and final approvals, city of Missoula, 107 months, which is almost nine years. And then in the county, it's six and a half years. Now, some of that is lots that are created and then just never built on. They might be like behind somewhere or, or whatever. So they kind of drag that average out a little bit. There might be lots that are 30 years old that nobody's ever built on. But it is it is sad that it's it takes that long. So what do you like what do you think 
Ryan, on uh, if you went in with some land tomorrow and wanted to create a subdivision, I mean, it's at least four years, probably. Three. It's just, uh, it's such a struggle. And then you hear all the lip service about how they're increasing fees to make this go faster, adding staff to make this go faster. And it's not, it's getting slower. So page 24, uh, the only reason I kind of printed this is so that you could see uh, building permits actually declined pretty significantly last uh, over the last year. We had a spike in 21, but uh, every, most of the time we're below that trend line of what we need. Yeah, they're, they're uh, submitting the building permit to get started on construction. What's that? Yeah, yeah, new house. That was that was the stat that was floating around at the end of last year, and I I still think it's true. And we've been, you know, that twelve hundred is almost what we need annually, you know, and it's never. I think we hit it once last year over the last 20 years. So, so people talk about, oh, we have, we have all this construction going on and you're just like, but it's still, like you fill the hole half full and then you dug it all back out again, so. Thank you. So this is actual permits issue. So when the city talks about it, they love to talk about it as, they call it permits, but they're really talking about this is individual permits. So I could have a three Uh, no, I think this is more doors than doors. Yeah, because the because the uh, there's no way we built, we permitted 1,400 houses last year, so yeah, yeah it's just doors. Uh, all right, page 25, and then we're almost done with this with this book. We'll go to the next one. So. Uh, this one is interesting to me because um, it shows our median, the median uh, year that our construction was built. So even though we see all of this new construction going on, the average age of a house in Missoula is 1980. And most of our construction was done in the 70s. So it's uh, not only do we have uh, not enough inventory, but the inventory we do have is 40 years old, 43 years old now. So, so. All right, I got a few charts about rental stuff, which I'm uh, keenly aware of on this part. So, so um, page 26, this is the average price by size and by type. And this is in the city of Missoula. So I broke out house on the left. So if you wanted the average to rent a three bedroom house in Missoula, it would now cost you $1,787 a month. And adding in on the right, that's if you add in an apartment, duplex, you know, townhome or something like that, it's still $1,489 for a three bedroom. 
Um, our breakdown in Missoula right now is so last year, uh, the average two bedroom in a multiplex crossed over a thousand bucks a month. And then this year, the average one bedroom crossed over a thousand bucks a month. And there's basically no, no inventory in houses, no inventory in two bedrooms, and some inventory in one bedrooms just because that's what we're building out right now. So uh, no duplexes, nothing with a yard. I mean, it's just still really tight, which is reflected on the next page. You can see that, uh, that green band there between five and 8%. It's a, at the top of the, or about the top of the page. That's what they consider a healthy vacancy rate uh, across the country. We've kind of punched through that bottom in a, a few quarters, but we've never sustained anything even remotely close to a, a healthy vacancy rate. And so that's why we still see double digit increases every year in Missoula on rentals. So if you have a rental, if you had a rental three years ago, you've probably increased your rents about 35% in the last three years. So this year alone is up 11.4%. Uh, and that was after last year, it was like 15%. And the year before that was 10%, you know, so every year has been double digit for the last three, well, since, you know, the pandemic started, so. And then even though you can see uh, for 2022, um, we were at 1.2% vacancy rate for the whole entire year, even though we had this bump up in the fourth quarter. And I caution people not to look at quarters because quarters fluctuate. But uh, uh, we ended at 2.3% for the fourth quarter for the year, or 1.3 or 1.2. And last year we were 1.3. So we actually, even with all the new stuff coming on, we still dropped a tenth of a percent. And to you know, to get to the healthy range, we would have to build two or three thousand apartments next year. It's just it's a crazy amount. All right, this is where we're at currently. This one's a lot shorter, I promise. So right now, so we ended last year at 520,000 for a median home price. Right now we're sitting at 537. And we're up 16.7% from this time last year for a median home price. So that's, uh, we're not really uh, seeing price drops, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, slide two, this is new listings on the market. You can see how it is plummeting. Right now, currently we have 1,253 listings um, over the last year. That's not just currently, that's over the last year, how many we, we put on the market. And that's 10.7% drop from this time last year. Uh, closed sales, this is how many sales are closed in the last year. 965 we're not even breaking a thousand anymore on closings and we dropped 26 uh, percent from this time last year and i gotta tell you last year was was bad i mean last year was going on its way down so and then this one it kind of looks a little deceiving until you look at it closer so median uh days on market so remember before I said 90 days was a healthy floor of uh, an absorption rate. Right now, currently we're at 47 days, which is a whopping 487% increase over this time last year, when uh, basically uh, homes were on the market for 10 minutes. 
Uh, but like I said, we're still nowhere near 90 days. And you can kind of see where it's leveled back out. Like it, it went up pretty high, like January, February, but now it's just kind of leveling out and starting to come back down. All right. This is the other uh, the month's supply of homes for sale. It's basically saying the same thing. Um, we're at 1.6 months of supply, and we should be at, at uh, three months. So you can see the, the healthy lines up here at the top, the three-month uh, three supply, we're still not near that, and we're also on our way back down. And then last page. So this is um, how much over asking price people were selling or people were paying for the, over the list price. So it looks like we had this huge spike, but it's just kind of a kind of a misconception when you look at the when you go up by half a percent, it looks like a lot. So people were paying 102.2% of the list price for a while, but now it's back to 100. So it only went up 2%. It's back down to full asking price, and it's been a full asking price for the last two months. So I think uh, you know, from my end of things, we're not getting the you know the 14 multiple offers on stuff now it might be one or two but they're still coming in at full asking price because they they're still a gun shy that more offers are coming in so yeah uh, that i'm done if anybody has any questions um you did last year's i thought you included some of the surrounding areas too yeah is that on the website or uh it is not i'm able to what i did last time is i just pulled up the mls and searched certain cities and printed those off i could probably do it again except now we have matrix uh, we, we swapped software and uh we all hate it with a white hot hate that i can't even describe so uh, yeah but uh yeah i could bring those next time and just hand them out it's so I think it's a similar hockey putt or hockey stick chart in every place. You know, like you got expensive all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, Hamilton, Bitter, Bitterroot still. Oh, Bitterroot, since you're up that way, maybe you can speak on housing up there, like prices and stuff. Is it still hockey stick or is it stabilizing? That, uh, that one chart earlier where it, where it kind of showed the different counties and how they rank, um, that's a little bit helpful because you can see that every single one of them is just straight up. But just watching like uh, Helena is more expensive, Great Falls is more expensive, Butte's more expensive. And I think Butte's so hot, like Butte's so hot because it's people from Bozeman are driving from Butte now crazy. Anybody else? 
I, I think yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that's why we have no inventory. Uh, nobody's going to sell out of their three percent mortgage and get it into a six percent for for the same size house. You know. I'm sorry. Who's that? Did you guys hear that? He said, he said 99% of all mortgages on the books right now are below today's interest rate. So nobody's, nobody's refinancing for a higher interest rate right now. And we're seeing that in our, in our, you know, you can see what's getting listed is cratering, sold houses are cratering. Just nobody's trading up because it would, it would be, it wouldn't be a wise decision. Um, uh, Missoula has its own like um, I would say land challenges like there's nowhere to build here like in Bozeman you can go scrape another field and go build something there uh, you could find something cheap in Butte to knock down and build something else you know and there's land out by the airport and stuff like here there's uh, infrastructure so expensive uh, there's so much land protected around us that we can't build on there's rivers running through it, train tracks running through it, uh, hillsides, you know, until like maybe Frenchtown gets built out or something. I, I just, I don't see the Missoula market imploding anytime soon. Like maybe some other places, but uh, like Bozeman, I keep waiting for them to implode just because uh, they're so much more expensive than we are. The rent side, uh, so, I've been doing this for 13 years and I've never reduced rent year over year. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every year is an increase of some kind. And I don't, I think it's unsustainable to have 10, 15% raises every year. Um, and all that's really happened is I can't afford to, um, I can't find anybody to clean apartments. I can't find anybody to do maintenance work. I can't like, it's just impossible to find any employees. So all of those people, I think, are the ones that, the exodus of people that we have. So yeah, they're like, I'll go live in, I've had some employees move to Oklahoma, Alabama, you know, places where it's way cheaper to live. What's that? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they all worked for me at one time. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know if MBIA has anything? Not localized like this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We probably have more like state or national data, but nothing nothing broken down like this. Alright. Anything else? Alright. Sounds good. Thank you.